freedom and censorship can't exist in the same world. And that's true whether it's the government or private corporations who do the censoring. Hi, I'm Ron Coleman, and welcome to the Coleman Nation podcast. It's a show where I sit down with guests to discuss the future of free expression and thought in our interconnected world. Here, we will focus on issues involving social media, cancel culture, and free expression that everybody who cares about ideas or freedom should be wrestling with. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, to, happy to be here for sure. Me too. We go back a while, you and I, on the internet. So, so, so it seems uh, you're, you're one of those, or one of the people in, in the social media space, you know, when, I, when I'm building up, when I think about like how my relationships have built and developed, and then it's really interesting because like I don't think any time in history we've ever had the 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 space where people develop these friendships without actually you know <laughs> interacting physically. Yeah, and great. but but you know you're one of the people I call I've always seen and and I feel like uh, has has indirectly, if not sometimes outright, but definitely indirectly supported. Oh, my, my message, whatever that, that can be. I appreciate that. Be, uh, <laughs> condensed down to. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's, that's, I'm really glad to hear that, but you know, I don't, and, and the thing about Ed Lattimore culminationers culminators is that he doesn't really have to, he doesn't have to be introduced. Does he? Now, of course I say that all the time. So, <laughs> the, man, the, you... the vast majority of people I have on the show are people I already know. Not, not all of them, but, but a lot of them. And so Ed and I, Ed is one of the early, this was probably before Blue Checks, but, but I think you've been following me for maybe five years or something. And I've been following you. I mean, I followed you a little bit before. And um, do you remember what it was, the conversation that we had that made you follow me? I, I don't, man. Uh, it, was well, a, it, it was about the, the Patton's raid, that, that rogue raid that he did, uh, in uh, was it Bill in Biddles, Billsburg, where he tried to get his son-in-law out of the POW camp? Oh, no kidding! Yeah, yeah, and we uh, and you just you just you know you you kind of were uh, impressed. I was trying to impress you because I wanted you to follow me back. No, uh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I remember <laughs> that. That's that's something else, man. That's a, that's a while ago. That, that was a wow. long time ago. Yeah. I remember exactly where I was because <laughs> you had such a fact because I really just I stumbled upon you and somebody must have retweeted you into my my feedback when I was like, you know, 3000 or something. And I said, wow, the, this guy's a boxer and a physicist and a kind of a philosopher. Yeah, at that point, this guy's I, you know, just writing, man, having a I, I say having a good time and just putting my thoughts out there. But what, what I'm starting to learn it's weird as you as you gain we'll, we'll call it fame for lack of a better word right uh one of the things that makes a person stand out to other people is that they can do things that they can't and for a long time i considered the way i see the world and do things i considered that kind of uh, maybe not standard operating procedure but certainly nothing unique and and then uh yeah there it is man <laughs> that, that's so cool he, for those of you not who can't see this he just pulled up no they can uh, see it they should be able to see it 
right? You, yeah, this is great. Oh, because so, so it's video too, which is great. Awesome. So you want Ed, you automatically uh, delete tweets after a period of time? Uh, no. So so I uh, here's what happened. This is what this, you'll find is really interesting. So so I'm I'm kind of known around the the Twitter sphere as a guy who talks about writing and growing on Twitter. And so right. my very first product engagement is the new cocaine. Right. I, I remember was writing that, yeah. about, you know, some of some of the ideas that I have when it comes not just to writing, but but specifically tweet composition. Well, there's a program I was using to go and dig through some of my tweets called uh, ominously foreshadowingly so tweet deleter. Right. Oh, yes. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And and I was doing something one day and I don't remember what I pressed. But I deleted everything that I ever wrote on, my, on Twitter. And it was about 2000. In fact, I know exactly when it was. It was, uh, it was November 2017. And now, oh, fortunately, I had, I had just downloaded my archive. So what that did was something really funny. Yeah, two really unfortunate, well, not really unfortunate, really surprising uh, benefit from this one. It gave me a bunch of new material because at that point I had about 60,000 people and I was like, oh, a lot of these people just haven't seen uh, any of my content. So I can just like, when I don't feel like writing, just go <laughs> pop some in. But oh. the other cool thing it did, yeah, this is great. It removed any trace of craziness that I had ever said back <laughs> when I was a little crazier on Twitter. Because what people do, I've, I've seen, is, is when they decide they don't like you or they want to come after you, they'll go dig. I mean, people, I, I, I gave a speech. Oh, at a, sure. um, I gave a speech at a tech conference. And, and these tech guys, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the Lambda uh, conference that, that happened or used to happen over in Boulder. And John DeGoes met, reached out to me and John was like, you know, you want to come talk? You can talk about anything. I trust what you come up with. And cool. I gave a, I gave a speech about. No one ever, Twitter. ever asks me to do that. Is there a more interesting <laughs> guy on Twitter than me besides you? That's how that's just how high you up you are. OK, go on. And, and so I'll oh, do that. That's not the last time it's happened too. but there's stories for that. But uh. So I give the speech and, and it was a great speech and people really got something out of it. And, and I guess turns out John had some beef because I guess John in a in a uh, space of mostly left leaning liberal uh, people, the, the programming software development world, he is a very right leaning guy, who, but who happens to be a program. And, and one of the things. I don't know if this is necessarily a right-leaning trait per se, but it's certainly not a left-leaning one, is the year before he had a guy uh, speak at the the conference, and it was on tech-related stuff. Mine wasn't even tech-related. So, And the way he selected him, he did a double-blind selection process. In other words, he had no idea what, the, what, his, what uh, his background was or he was. He saw the topic saw how he wrote it up and, and put it together and said, okay, this guy's it. Turns out, turns out this guy is kind of a car carrying like, like, you know, we, they, they throw around races just the, the insult, but this guy's like the real deal. Right. Uh, and, and John said, I'm not going to remove him for that. I'll remove him if he comes and he says anything derogatory during my conference, but I'm not going to remove him for, having those 
uh, for saying what that before. What a concept. For, for, I'm so glad you mentioned this, Ed, because I was wondering, when are you and I going to, like, for, for all the interesting things and all the interactions you and I have had in the four years, is there a cancel culture angle on Ed? And you just raised it. Because <laughs> I, I've got this idea, this concept that the, the, the cancel culture concept is that no one ever grows. Yes. And that anything you say is a true reflection of, of who you are. And concomitantly, who you really are in your heart is more is in a way more important. In other words, I know you're a racist than what you say and how you deal with people. So in other words, this person let's say founded the Proud Boys. And we know what that the Proud Boys ended up to become X, Y, and Z. All right, but right now, what does he have to say? Is he, is he behaving? Does he have something to say yeah, that we want to listen because, to? Because we all, you know, we all, we all grow, right? And this is, this is a, I'll, I'll, I'll finish that, that up and then, and then give you some ideas about this that have really uh, helped and shaped me. Well, they decided they were going to take it out on me as well. So they went and dug uh. up some tweets that I put out because I used to be a fairly vocal proponent of a lot of red pill ideas. Not that I didn't say anything even remotely crazy compared to some of the things that are said out there, but the, but they decide, but but being who they are, decided it was too much. And I get pulled in the middle of this 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 hailstorm with um Breitbart ends up reporting on it and uh and another another place. I can't remember, but the but the point is one of the people, what people started to do at that point, they started to like go through my old tweets and and dig up and, and try and hit me. Well, you can't do that anymore. And and, and I'm really smart. Like I was smart. You, mean, then. You, you can't do it anymore for your old old tweets. Yeah, because they're gone. Right. right? Uh and and I'm smart now. I don't I don't say anything. I, I made a oh, joke. I made a joke I one day. <laughs> I noticed that. I noticed that. You your cards are right here. <laughs> I see exactly what you're doing these days. Very it's, close to the chest. Very close. But like I have a joke where it goes, you know, I don't I don't say the N word because someone will get me. And to show you that I'm an N word and I can't say it. And, <laughs> and and they, you know, because I'm not stupid, because I know that I, you know, it'll be cool for like 99% of people. But once you understand that all it takes is that or 99 people, once you just that one person to go. Uh, that was some hate speech and Twitter is going to look and rightfully so look because they don't know if I'm white or black. I mean, they know my avatar. They don't know like what I, I mean, they should, but like, uh, and they, they, they clip me. So, so that's uh that was the really happy benefit of, of deleting my tweets on accident because I'm just, I'm just so much more, I was already calm and collected and kind of calculating, but now, nah, man, it's to a new level. Plus I, I've got, I'm not trying to like, do anything shocking because because i have i've i'm escaped velocity at this point i've got enough followers to where why would i even you see, play that game but but think of that okay so on the one hand there's the play that game right play that game uh, and, and the, the number one practitioner of playing the game is who mike cernovich <laughs> okay poke you mike is brilliant if, if, pokes you <laughs> run, and 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 90 percent of people and you're not in that 90 percent do not get it mike how can you say that <laughs> They completely miss his, they don't get his game. I don't doubt for a second that you get the game. I have said it numerous times to people. And I say, I say, look, 
if Mike Cernovic has not been suspended or shadow banned, uh, then that should tell you. And once you understand what the rules are, you play in the rules. And Mike is he figured out the rules and he plays in I'm like, look, if, if they got you, you said something crazy. You know, you might not think it was crazy because because you talk like that normally, but you said something crazy because I can tell you because I've been I've been following Mike. I was following Mike before Mike was Mike Cernovic now, back when Mike was like just talking about working out and self Yeah, that's right. And everything it, like that. It was it was all it all it was all about the steroids and all about the yeah, right. Know, the the, that's that's yeah. the Mike I've been so I've been following for a while. And I'm like, yo, this guy, I've I got a 12-hour band. He hasn't even got a 12-hour band before. I got a 12-hour band during that whole thing where I was <laughs> arguing with those people. And I said, you know what? I don't I don't know what I'll do next, but I know that this uh because i have a plan i had a plan and, and and i continue to work that plan well let's let's hold that thought on the plan so mike is the example i'm glad you agree with me of the guy who's he's a provocateur fine on the other hand you just acknowledge something that we all know which is that the bigger your account gets the more you value it yeah <laughs> and the more conservative with the small c you become which is good because it keeps you within the lines and you're more responsible. When I, when I think of some of the th I, things that I definitely said back in, you know, the days when I got no engagement, but on the other hand, maybe sometimes you're a little too, you know, maybe a little a, stuff that it, like would be right in your sweet spot. You're not stepping up on. Right. And, and the, my my general thought about it is this it's all a matter of trade-off and optimization what do i get for being for, for being cavalier right uh is is it worth it to me right now it's almost like like people don't understand something here i'm gonna just 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 to i mean they throw around the phrase license to print money but uh, having a, a Twitter following my size that built the way I built it, which I, I'm very proud of the way I built it, which is very clean. I didn't engage in politics, smear, identity, none of that, right? That's a license to print money, man. Like, like, why would I? <laughs> if it look, if it matters that much to me, you know what I'll do? I'll go do something about it in person. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like burn the bank down because that's what. <laughs> not only is the bank, it's like the best of all worlds. It's a bank. It's it's like it is like the networking event of the year. I got like like the people I have had conversations with my my direct messages. I, I, sometimes I go, who the what and I'll, I'll discover i'll see a blue check because when, when um when someone with a blue check mark interacts with you uh you get it's, it's push notified like you see it no matter what unless you specifically mute that person and so yeah. i'll see people who have like follow me or, or retweet like my stuff and i'm like wow that like that's the reach i have grown and cultivated it's just worth way too much for me to to be a little extra cathartic are a little extra expressive. I, I can deal with that. Look, it's like, what do we learn as kids? You know, growing up, you can't say everything you want because there's a cause, you know, when you're growing three, up, you can... this is a form of growing up. That's right. <laughs> it's a form of growing up. When you get bigger, you actually have more responsibility. You are, you are more influential. Right. I have to, I tell, I, I, I tell my friend this all the time and he doesn't, he he kind of gets it, but he'll never really get it because he's looking at it from 
from his perspective. Uh, I, I've been fairly vocal in the past about my disengagement from the political process. I don't pay attention to, you know, I, I don't really, really vote. I don't pay attention to uh, what's going on. Now, my attitude has changed a little bit over the past year because because I used to think politics wasn't important. Uh, now I think it's important, but there's nothing you can really do about it. So, it's, so I think I was probably a little better being being ignorant. But but my my point is that um, bringing this up, going down this line of, of thought, is that I have following me the size of a small city on a, <laughs> on a platform where my impressions are measured in the tens of millions impressions that's odds on what i say so with that power i gotta think i could say something crazy and because i'm who i am and my life is so transparent even if it's not a good idea for the average person they look at it and go well Lattimore's is doing it well maybe i should do it too once you become aware of that uh that that for me is is a big game changer. It's one of the reasons I I don't talk about politics. You you have not seen me. I mean, I, I think no. I think I, I think I tried to put something out there to just get people to poke holes in it, but I decided that was too much. I don't talk about anything related to the pandemic because there's enough people following me, and I'm and I'm smart. I'm not an idiot. I'm not just out there shouting. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I like to think of myself as a as a more calculating version of Jesse Kelly, like. I'm not I'm not going to like I have to be careful. I have to be careful because because this is a, a gift. It really is. I mean the 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 whoever is in charge running the universe said, "Here's this thing where you can reach into the minds of of millions." And we'll get you and I really think it's like a like like a, a this technology is a real real gift. You ever see a rival? Uh, ever say what you have you ever seen arrival the uh the science oh, the, fiction no no so so it's a really cool idea but but the tldr is that these aliens come down and and they kind of occupy the major cities and they're just floating there they don't like it's not like a, a war it's just they, they put these giant obelisk and things floating around and we got to figure out what to do and how to communicate with them and part of that involves us all working together as a nation and you don't realize though not as a nation as, as a planet and if we can do that, they're going to give us uh, a the gift of their technology, which is the ability to move back and forwards through time. Now, none of this is explicitly stated. This is like the, the moral of the story. Uh, but I look at Twitter like that. I look at Twitter as like this, this really powerful connecting technology. And we're being tested. Can can we can we handle this? This can we handle the ability to to reach out, talk, make money in, in a quick way? And, and you know what else? I mean, you're talking about the, the external. I used to think about how, you know, there's this, there's this science fiction fantasy, but it's something that's not unique to science fiction, which is, what if you could read people's minds? And I always, you know, when I became a little bit older, I said, my God, thank God we can't read people's minds. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I don't really want to know how stupid I sound. Like we can't, we couldn't possibly live with the truth of what, it, you know, of what people think about us and also how little they think about us. Yeah, but, it, it would be, it would be a very, it would be the worst, it would be the worst of all worlds. You'd find out that no but, one but thinks. That's almost what Twitter is. The yeah. fact is that 
there's the, you know, in our, in the Orthodox Jewish community, there's a very big taboo, especially for young unmarried people. But in general, it's a very sensitive issue, texting, that, that young people should not be involved in texting. Why? Because there's an instant connection with texting. You don't have to be with the person. You don't have, there's no, there are no boundaries between you and almost essentially it's brain to finger, brain to phone, and you hook up with somebody psychologically and emotionally immediately. And there's a reason God put us into bodies <laughs> and, and surrounded us with trees and rocks and stuff and space. Now we're being tested in, in a different way, which is by not only being able to aggregate, as you've pointed out, all these relationships and all this economic and influential, and in my case, professional leverage, but also we're being tested by almost the ability to read people, people's minds because yep. there's, it's, it's almost like a, a, a texting network that's going on. You remember when Twitter first came out, it was pretty much, it was testing. It was that, <laughs> texting was SMS messages, remember? These young, these young people don't remember, Ed. That's what, the, the whole graphical <laughs> interface is a complete, you know, whoever would have dreamt. We, you know, I, I've said this in, in a few tweets that the social media is the closest to mom reading whatever we'll oh. get. But I, but I never, I never thought of it. Like I never understood quite why I just, just, but, but you, you saying that is a good point because what, what a smart person has to do and I, and, and, and I'll, I'll actually, I'll change that statement. What someone who is smart does, there's a big difference <laughs> yeah. there because you'll see this is a big effing problem. And I think it's going to continue into the future. Uh, what a smart person does is they interrupt the, the stimulus and the response. And we, we, we kind of get that in terms of habits, right? But when it comes to communication, we 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 have that's an unnatural way to communicate almost right like because in person you you naturally have like like if me and you are in person and you decide you want to start talking crazy your brain's probably going to check you when you look at me and go that dude is big and he might not <laughs> care about going to jail some stereotypes <laughs> might click in like he's black man he might have a gun too like all oh, that is gonna that's <laughs> right yeah and Ed, you don't need a gun to, to intimidate me physically, I'm sure. Oh, well, all that's going to go, so there's automatically a, a boundary, okay? Right, right. Uh, and it's the same way with, like, talking to a girl. Uh, th that girl's beauty is going to do two things. It's going to embolden the right person and just weed out a bunch of other weirdos. Uh, <laughs> but what the Internet has done, and you see this, and I uh, pull up both both examples on the confrontation side it has made everyone feel very empowered and i don't think i don't think it's because they've never been hit i think it's because there's nothing to naturally buffer that they don't have to think about it right it's like i don't know if you you remember or if you had any experience with this but uh it still happens now like with, with online dating guys will send guys will send penis pictures and say all kind of crazy things. And you know why? It's to the point. It's so crazy. Remit Sethi, the financial guy, had a, wrote an article called The Craigslist Penis Effect. And 
And what it, what it and his point about doing that, but writing that article was that just by being normal, not doing that, you stand out above the crowd. And he was using it to like make a point about uh, financial education and and taking the right course with your money. But with all with this instantaneous communication, we don't have to censor. And so what that's what, what that's going to do, the the people like me because because I, I'm I'm going to be fine. Uh, I think I'm going to be fine because uh, not only am I am I very measured and relatively well, not even relatively. You're I mean, disciplined. You're disciplined. You yeah. wouldn't. You could not succeed in any of the things that you've put your mind to without being an extraordinarily disciplined person. And and that tr- crosses over into how I communicate and interact with others. Plus, I have a heart, man. I never forget that there's a human on the other side, right? And I don't want I don't want to just like, you know, talk trash to that guy because he might be having a bad day. I don't know what's going on with him. In other words, I'm able to consider that he is probably reacting. Right. Most people can't do that. That's why the people who are tasked with, uh, well, I mean, it's supposed to be this way. Uh, the people who are tasked with, with delivering justice or or helping people uh, they're supposed to be a little better than the rest of us a little better enough to yeah yeah enough to you know display judgment and wisdom at the very least a measured response even if that response is not measured correctly i really think having some consideration even if that consideration doesn't lead to the optimal answer is better than no consideration at all because that almost always leads you to the suboptimal answer and it's not just suboptimal uh it's actually pretty negative across the board where just a little thinking could have made a big difference and you know, on a, on a similar note, we've got the issue of anonymity. Ah, and some of the most interesting personalities on Twitter are people whose identity we don't know, or for for a very long time we didn't know. But by far, by far, the most obnoxious, toxic, disgusting, abusive people on Twitter are anonymous. And you know, that's a decision that. They made about how to structure the platform, and it makes a certain amount of sense on its own oh, terms. Yeah, because because at the end of the day, if when we when we move from the analog to the digital realm, there's a math, there's a moment of um, transformation, and what we lose, right? People, this is one of the coolest things I, I learned when I was studying physics, and it, it's so obvious and so basic. But, but once you once you think about the implications to the entire world, I think it blows things up. The the only the the, the difference between analog and digital. Uh, analog has a gradient of responses, uh, rate of intensities, right? Digital is ones and zeros, and so while it takes a long, it takes a lot more ones and zeros to describe something. Uh, once you do it, it's very quick. It's very fast, and, and you're in there. As opposed to an analog response, you're not quite. You, you can't just. Uh, uh, how does Shazam work, right? Shazam listens to the song, and you notice Shazam can't do what it does with a live recording. Can only do it with a recorded one, where it's all where everything is coded and the music is digital, right? All right, and it can do that because analog has it has imperfections and has. Uh, 
variances, right? Digital is just exactly no, every time exactly, right? Okay, so when we when we decide to take a an analog personality and make it digital, we 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 give up we give up some of these nuances and imperfections that, that in really time that in a lot of times are necessary. For example, you know, ain't no tone of voice in these conversations, man. Right. The sarcasm, um, the sarcasm tag. Right. And, and if you try and go the other way, uh, well, with phones, right. Well, there's no body language in a phone call. The, these things are important to communication, but we give up some of them when we, when we cross over. So with the anonymous, with the anonymity is done, is it's gotten rid of all of it. Like here, this conversation is the best digital representation of a real conversation. You can hear my tone, you can right. see my body language, all that, right? I this try is- to set up calls, work calls, as video calls as often as I can. Because part of what I've always brought to the table is my physical presence. I may not be a boxer, but I used to be an actor. And I, I you know, my being there, I believe makes a difference. And if I can't be there, I can at least come across. Yeah in a way that is much harder to do on the phone. It makes a huge difference in, in everything we do, but we are, we are moving from the analog to the digital. And in doing so, we, we cut out just important things. We may be able to do a lot of things faster, and, but, but I don't think that necessarily translates into more efficient uh, as efficiency is defined, which is, you know, the, the output is at least the same as the input um, with, without, with as little loss as possible. But that's not happening. We're, we're moving at light. Uh, one of the stories I always talk about, because I tutored, I tutored high schoolers uh, two, two years ago, two or three years ago. And then it was really funny just, just like hearing their, <laughs> their descriptions and interactions with the world because because they're still you know that they're teenagers and i i don't really remember what it's like being a teenager but <laughs> but they're not dealing with the same little stresses we had to deal with for example guys don't have to call the house to talk to a girl anymore it doesn't happen they don't have to pass through the dad picking up the phone yeah and now everyone just and and you know when you become a young adult now the whole uh a large part not all of it from what i can from what i pick up from my spas i guess but but a large part of it is now all digital everyone's sliding into dms (laughs) sliding into dms and that's the new thing you know i met i met my fiance nine years ago back before it was cool to date online and but but we 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 met online and we but we immediately started going out in person because you want to because we both understood you got to quickly get out of that realm uh but but that was weird then now now you're weird if you meet someone in person which is like which is a weird which is a weird thing to even think about because for most of human history that's how it was done but here we are yep here we are but but I mean, you use dating as an example. I mean, that's a and that's that's one respect in which the digital has come to, as you're describing it, define the the normative experience. But then there's the fact, as you pointed out before, that these are behind every tweet, giving and receiving is a real person. Yeah. 
in meat space. And all that data loss that you referred to, or what I was talking about earlier, the, the, the light and the smell and the space and the environment, all that loss, as well as the fear and the, you know, I mean, even I'll say this much about the, about the fear and the intimidation. You and I are, I am sure, because you and I are just the coolest guys in the world, but if we wanted <laughs> to have some kind of, you know, Twitter, you know, stupidity, being a jerk to each other contest, it's still that much harder. I, I On a video, it's just forget about the anonymity. Let's just hold anonymity out of it. If you're looking face to face at another guy, it's a different experience. Very much so. So now and I just, it just occurred, just, just popped into my head. What's that experience? That experience is looking into a man's face, looking into a person's face. And now put a mask on everyone for a year. Oh goodness. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that doesn't, that doesn't help things. There are, there are so many. I think that's, you know, are, are, you familiar with, are you familiar with, uh, I'm sure you are, but you know, Zuby. On. I did. Yeah. I interviewed Zuby about uh, six, five, six weeks ago. It was a great interview. Okay. So, Fascinating so guy. I got to meet him in person this week and uh, show off. Why don't you? Well, he's a great, great, cool guy, man. And we had, we had there a great is. conversation. One of the things we talked about, Zuby's like, like very similar uh, to me. I don't, I don't say that lightly because I think that my approach to a lot of things and the way I think he has a lot of the same gifts that I do. Oh, one of those gifts being the ability to just consider what will happen if you do something. And we you and we were talking about this, uh, that most people, we used to think most people could do that. You get exposed to the world and you realize that most humans are very bad at the future. And there's, there's, a, there's research about this too. I mean, uh, most humans have a very hard time uh, imagining what will happen in a different space and time than the one they occupy uh, are, are things, you know, within a few moments after it. Very good at seeing what's going to happen next. Like, like super good at that. But that second and third order thinking, uh, it, like it's just, just gone. And so here's the thing that happens because most people are bad at it. And if you're good at it, no matter how many times you're right, you're going to look crazy because it, it's, it, it's a different realm. Right. And like, like occasionally it's funny, just this on a small note, occasionally I'll be a, we'll have a, 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 get into an argument with, with the girl and, and I immediately jump to where it's going. Right. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, right. It is the first few times. And then we walk through and then we end up there and anyway. Right. But, but that's just because I know what is going to happen. And my conclusion sounds crazy, but coming back at the, the beginning, walk through oh take the person with you now you talk you take this and you apply to the entire world because that's what it is and we have this thing right now and and people are reacting on one freaking order of of consequences one one order of um and so that they, they don't understand you know the, for example the, the high a very simple example of this the the hygiene theater right? Everyone is using the hand sanitizer. And, and I'm sitting here going, you 
motherfuckers. No, the, the flu still exists. Like, and if you weaken your immune system, uh, we, you're doing two things. Actually, you're acclimating your immune system to a pathogen, and and we don't, you know, once you know that the pathogens are going, ha 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 ha, or the bacteria are going, ah, we know, you know, you, you may have killed this guy, but not me. I'm his brother who learned. Okay, and so what you see with what are they predicting now? It's going to be a terrible flu season, is their prediction. All right, uh, but that's just one thing, and no one thinks about these things. I like, and and I don't, I don't mean specific to the pandemic. The, the that is the most pressing. Uh, thing we're dealing with 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 this with this uh failure of, of human predictive ability uh but, but all things man and and why, and, <laughs> and why do you think so what do you think it is is that are we just seeing more look you're you're an accomplished person you got a degree in physics which puts you in a very very small category of academic achievement uh i've got all these degrees we're mostly spending our time with people who are not so different from us in terms of intellectual ability on twitter however oh good <laughs> it's as if you foresaw what i was gonna say i'm laughing on, so, so are we seeing are we just being exposed to a broader mix of humanity than we otherwise would given who we are or are people dumber and and less and more lacking in judgment because you because you're you know you studied some history people have have made utter fools of themselves for as long as there's been history they've been yeah, there's nothing, than, nothing, new. Right, nothing new about that and look check it out they, they, they tell you right when you when you're studying statistics you, you learn about the normal distribution and one of the great examples they use is intelligence. Intelligence is normally distributed. For those who don't know, the normal distribution says that, you know, within one standard deviation uh, or within a certain amount from the average is where most people are. 64%, I think, off the top of my head. And then the next over um, is where 95 and then 93. And the further out you go from the average on either direction, under or over, uh, you 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 the further you are from the average intelligence point okay what, right. what people forget is that that's still there's still half the people below average by definition okay and that sounds crazy until you until you get on something like twitter <laughs> because no nowhere else in the, never have we ever had the ability to have so many conversations with so many different people and see so many different perspectives and opinions uh, in a day, let alone a lifetime, you probably see in, in one day on Twitter more opinions and perspectives than you would have entertained in your entire life 30 years ago. And you learn, and you can learn. I've, I've learned. A hell you of can a learn a lot, but you can also be unbelievably dumbfounded. And you just go, <laughs> I don't know how or why you would think that. And it's never something so blatant like two plus two equals five, right? You know, like, like that's, that's crazy. That's nuts, right? It's but, never but anything listen, that blatant. I'll give you a great example. Today, not today that people are watching this, but today when we're recording it, which is September 14th, the story came out that in a Woodward book reported by CNN that General Milley supposedly told, supposedly circumvented the process by which the chief the commander-in-chief of the armed forces, the president of the United States, Donald Trump at the time, 
could deliver orders to the to the to the military and, and tell them, you know, we apparently put some fail safes in place. Whatever it was, I'm not getting into the details by the time this airs, airs, whatever that means. You see how old I am. <laughs> Those of you with color televisions will appreciate this. Um, maybe it's all going to be debunked or clarified, whatever it is. The point is, I tweeted, if this is true, the way I understand it, I think Millie is vulnerable to, to court martial. So what do the what do the ideologically driven people Trump's a, Trump was a madman. Millie should get a medal. Wait, no, 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 no. You don't understand something. I'm not asking for a vote on whether Trump is good or bad. You don't just, you understand <laughs> that, our, that, that we have that there is a constitution and that the commander in chief is the like no one like not no one, but it, it's amazing how many people are comfortable not asking themselves. Going back to your example, could 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 this action have a consequence? other than the one, the specific example that we're talking about. Yeah. And that, that seems to elude a lot of people, a lot of people. You know, one of the things that is that is dumbfounded and amazed at the same time, and it's incredible, is, is people will, will allow an argument made in bad faith mm. or bad reasoning uh, to stand unchecked if they agree with the point that's being made. And and I say to people when I see this, right, I go, you understand if you don't check this bad logic that it's, it's going to be used against you one day. Like, like you have to police your own and, and everything uh, like that. You know, I got into a really s s just silly uh, discussion argument you know but texas passes their bill down there about the abortion thing that is not the point of my conversation the point of, of the conversation is this that some woman i think it was a woman it was a, it was some person posted that if we're going to make uh if we're going to make it illegal to get an abortion then we have to make then we should make um the the father financially responsible from the moment of the first post heartbeat and and my thought process and i was like okay that sounds like a good idea <laughs> but then i was like well but first i was like okay how is this different than child support and someone to book that and i go well but but have you ever like been with but a woman through um the the pregnancy period it's not like they're completely there's not like they're incapable i mean certainly certainly not for the first like freaking four or five months uh so it was it was a really uh so i said so i'm like i'm sitting here like i understand this person's heart is in the right place and we haven't even gotten to the matter of paternity right and making sure that that is actually the father but i brought that up too and i said i understand what the poster's point is um well no matter whether i'm pro-life or pro-choice but the the point is just made to play on your emotions and doesn't actually make sense and and it was just amazing how many people like like like, like someone i think is, is a fairly intelligent guy i i you we you, you ever have these discussions with a person they're they're fairly intelligent or right? they've they've seemed to be so and you present like a very clear logical flaw or, or make your argument very clear, but because it goes against their ideological stance somehow, 
they they just break down. It's weird. It's like watching somebody, you know, go 90. It's like, it's like trying to download something and it gets to 99% and then you can, wow, that's that's an age reference there. Uh, <laughs> and, and then it just freezes. <laughs> and you're like, you were this close. And so I, I think I think there's a lot. What we're observing is, is an accelerated timeline. Uh, technology does that. And that, so are we gonna that, are we gonna learn from that? Are we gonna know we're not gonna learn from it? I, look, I, I, I am, I am, I'm a um, a realistic optimist, and even I think this. Here's what I think. I think intelligence is normally distributed, and while you can do, you can actually do quite a bit with your with your hardware. Uh, that hardware is still going to be limited by the limitations of the underlying uh or, or the underlying software right uh that doesn't matter how good my computer is or how new it is if i'm still you know trying to run dos or some shit like it, it just doesn't it's not gonna matter right uh and i and and that that analogy is you know compared to how much uh stuff we have present to study and learn from versus our ability to do it and the majority of people are just not good at pattern recognition discipline uh, controlling their emotions, they, they they good luck getting the average, not not superior or inferior, but the average person to do what I just described, which is hear an argument, the disagree, the the, the 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 while the outcome agrees with them to criticize the process getting there. We're, we're, we're very tribal. I think the internet has accelerated that somehow. Uh, but <laughs> I haven't quite dug into how that works, but but I'm just observing it because you would think this thing that allows us to connect with everyone and and effectively abolish all barriers would not result in more barriers being erected. But I think they've 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 resulted in that way because our thought processes it's 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 uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to change how you think. I think it's more uncomfortable to change how you think because because then you have to admit. You were incorrect, but to even do that, you have to recognize that you were incorrect. You have to go, wow, I've been doing this isn't good, uh, but very hard to do. So I think what will happen is that smart people will continue to they'll do one of two things, if not some combination of both, which is check out and take advantage of. Uh, I, I certainly understand like what is marketing right i understand <laughs> you know what you you're smart you're gonna figure out marketing one way or the other uh, accidentally or on purpose and you're gonna realize there's a lot of power in in playing to a person's uh fears right that's what the media does and and these are the smart people even if even if the people who are at the forefront of the media the the, the faces we see even if they don't know what's going on, the smart people who tell them what to talk about, they definitely do, right? And then on the other end, there's people I think who go, you know, we're gonna we're gonna check out and do our own thing. But uh, one of the reasons why I am I'm so apolitical is because I recognize, and I was talking about this at the beginning of the podcast, and it comes full circle. I recognize that the 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 amount of people who operate on that paradigm. There's so many of them that they drive the decision. And I don't get an extra vote just because I'm a little more measured. I am still one, like my vote is equal to that idiot. Except there's a <laughs> lot more of them 
than me. So oh, yeah. what am I gonna do? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my intelligence and go, man. I just I want a happy life. Let me <laughs> let me figure out how to stay calm, cool, and collected in all of this. Ed, we've got to do this more often. Yeah, man. I, I it, it's fun, man, because uh, because a, a lot of my my favorite interviews these days are the ones that that don't talk about me. <laughs> Uh, and and these are this is a good, a good time. I'm well. I'm, I'm, well you know, Ed. Every every word you say talks about you, uh, and I think it, it's really great that uh, our viewers and uh, listeners to the podcast get to know you a little bit more. You are so disciplined on Twitter, and you loosened that top button just a little bit more here on the podcast. And I'm really <laughs> grateful, really grateful for you coming on and and. To, to get a chance to know you, and I feel every bit as much as every bit as much as if we met for drinks, except that no one has to worry about paying for. It. Yeah, that's true, man. Uh, so it was, it was a good time. I'm really happy that you had me on here. Thanks a lot. Anything else? Anything that that the millions and millions of people who I reach uh, should know about in terms of like uh, upcoming stuff? No, nothing uh, for sure. You know, I'm I'm, I'm working on. I'm I'm kind of pulled in, not pulled in many directions, but. You've got the plan. I didn't press you on the plan. You've got a plan. Maybe it's private. Maybe it's. Well, well the, 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 the general plan is that is that I have this reach and I have this power to, to do uh, things. And, and I understand how to grow it, too. Maybe the, the rate of return will be different each year. But each year, more people will know about me than before through sheer will and sometimes through certain, uh, we'll call them black swan events, right? But positive black swans, well, white white swan events, you know? Like, you know, like like the next book that I publish, uh, that should, you know, really help and grow. So so I, I understand how to make enough money to have, a, have the life I want. So it's, you know, how do I contribute to this planet in a way to where even if only by an infinitesimally small amount, uh, someone can say that that Ed Lattimore uh, helped them out, had to make, give them something to laugh at, something to read, something to enjoy. Uh, so that that that's really the plan. And now like, you sound now you sound like Zuby. Now you sound like Zuby. Yeah. Now, and now see, I see why you guys connected. Yeah, man. And, and it's one of those things. That I think I think it's not everybody, but I was I was telling a friend today. She reached out and asked me if I could share uh, her GoFundMe for a funeral and then actually like apologize for asking and i'm like you don't ever apologize for something like that because because i have the power to do something so to me that's that kind of comes inherent with a responsibility uh to do something as well so and it costs me nothing it's no risk so of course i'll retweet your gofundme and you know and then help help out and that's kind of the way i see the world right is that you you have some power and 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 power is not the universe i've I've learned that it's going to sound kind of woo at least more woo woo than than me normally uh the universe does not like abuse of power that tends to put you in a very vulnerable posi- position eventually and so what i'd much rather do is is have a um is try to use anything i can to make my life and the lives around me uh better and that's I love what you just said because you, you know to use the language of physics, if I may, there's a disequilibrium in 
the uh, and a lot of people wonder why I'm always so optimistic when everything seems so awful. And aren't they aren't they going to just take over? And I'm always trying to get across this idea that tyranny is not a, really an easy thing to sustain. You say, oh, but look at history, a great empire is t tyrannical. What's the place? What's the time? Who are the people? This is America. This is the 21st century. There's so much energy, so much originality, so much godliness, so much good that you didn't have, that the serfs of Russia, for all of their godliness and all their humility, didn't have. They didn't have a tradition of independence. There, there's so many reasons to be positive and maintaining rule, retaining coercion over a free people, I think is going to turn out to be, this is not at all where we were during this podcast, but just what you said about when you, you know, the universe, as we say, which is what we try to avoid saying when we say God or, you know, getting to a theological, the universe that God created doesn't like it's a disequilibrium. It is a, it is yeah. a state that is not meant. It's not a stable state, and 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 that's why ultimately I think things are going to be okay. But maybe I'm if, no. If I'm you know, I, I I feel the exact same way. You you put it in a way that I've I've not quite been able uh, to describe or I've been able to articulate. But yeah, I, I generally don't think the world is going to like and. I don't think there's going to be like some type of crazy martial law. I think humans are, are incredible at figuring things out. Uh, I think if anything takes us out, it's going to be uh, an asteroid, right? Something that we can't do anything about. <laughs> we, we just don't have the time. And, and, we'll, and we'll still try and we'll probably get closer than we thought with our level of technology. Uh, so on, on the macro, I, I, I feel fine about the world. Um, on the micro, I think <laughs> I, I think that that the the weak have to to call themselves eventually, and and what are are they just kind of you ever you ever read 1984 and and yeah. in 1984 what was the cool thing about the pros? Well, well, no one, no one bucked them. Like, like the party didn't buck them. They were like, "Y'all some idiots. Y'all go over there and do what y'all gonna do." And and the reality, when I read that, I was like, "It's not that they're idiots. They're just not average." And so they don't get. They're like, they're not going to be easy to subject. And then the party recognized that the cost of trying to take control of them probably would exceed the benefit of controlling them and i think that there that that is a is a micro that's probably going to be you know closer to what happens than not like i look at a lot of things that people post on social media not just uh, in support of things but an attack of them and i'm like man you realize that like like most most people don't you know so most people don't realize that, that you're being played on both sides either either to feel, feed the fear or or to propagate it you know one one, one just because you talk about it in, in a way to throw it down doesn't mean that like they're still not using you. They they got you because the mere fact that you're discussing it, you're putting it out there, you know, consciously. Uh, and some people get it, some won't. But I but I think as a whole, be okay. As individuals will probably deteriorate uh, to a 
to a point of a little more de facto segregation. But here, here's a hopeful point on the macro. I'll, I'll leave it on the micro. I'll leave it at this. Is um, when you get off the internet, the world is a really cool place. I'm I'm amazed. Like like we're, I'm a really big fan of of kind of road tripping, little local road trips, going to these small little towns around me and i'm just amazed it's you know most people a lot of this stuff you know, like like the world looks like a dumpster fire through the lens of twitter like it really does and then you get out and you go wow yeah there, there are people who don't even know what you are like they, <laughs> yeah. they they don't even know the issue occurred like <laughs> no clue they just you know to them they just want to vote and 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 enjoy their family and, and unless you infringe on that directly, as opposed to just some internet fluff for good views and that they're not going to know. Ed, thanks again. Catch you later. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to the Coleman Nation podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please rate it five stars and leave a review. For more information, please visit the show's website at coleman-nation.com. That's coleman-nation.com. Or you can visit my blog at likelihoodofconfusion.com. Join us next time on the Coleman Nation podcast and have a great day.